Hey, welcome to the Mad Hatter Show. Obviously, I'm the Mad Hatter, or if you don't know, I am the Mad Hatter. And we got Eugene Howard here running for Congress. Now, here's the thing. I'm going to be totally transparent with you guys. This is a re-recording of a show that we already did. And there was some technical difficulties, and I couldn't have the brother who I might be related to that I found out in the last episode. Yes, sir. Too. That I couldn't have words. him hanging out there. And sound quality is not all that. So I, I, I begged him to come back. He said he wouldn't. He's here. He got a whole bunch of stuff. He got babies to kiss, hands to shake, and a community to get right. But he, he was nice enough to come back. And before, again, being transparent, boy, we had a hefty conversation about Jesus. Oh, yes. That I wish y'all could be a part of. Listen, that's why, to, that's why we had to, to retake today. For that conversation. That's, that's why we deep. Come back. I want you to do that. Uh, maybe when you ain't in the Congress position anymore. Because it's, it's <laughs> some, you know... Because and I know you, and I know it. you have a, a minister background yes. as well. So not a minister background. I'm you a minister, are, you are a minister. minister so it was kind of cool because our cameraman, I didn't know that he had uh, links to uh, the ministry, so to speak. So we got into an incredible conversation. Even your campaign manager, she was in it. God Wifey bless. done jumped into it. Yes, man, it was it was a heated here, debate here, up in here. Yes. Uh, and I'm sorry that y'all missed that. But I promise one day we're gonna talk about that. We we should talk about my, that. It's, I, it's a deep subject. It's talking man. about Jesus. Jesus, but it's a really deep subject and could be controversy. And I don't want him to start the career with controversy. <laughs> right now, he's just a good old boy, a good homie right here from the city. And we want to start with that before we get into the controversies. In we'll Jesus let that start. Yeah, there's other people out there in Congress making controversies about some of the things that they're oh doing right now for Texas. So we're going to let them do that right now. We need a brother in there that's going to run up in there and go, hold up. We ain't doing that right there. Same At least he's going to try. I'm going to try my team. darndest. So, again, uh, I, I just want to be totally transparent with you guys. In addition to that, uh, another transparency, when I met the brother, I met him in May uh, at TSU. He was out there doing what he does, touching the community, being a part of it, letting folks know what his mission is. And uh, he came over to me. Had I been listening to you for years, I need your support. And I'm like, I'm always cautious because all we got is our names. That's all we got. That's all we've worked for. And I was like, I like this dude, though. You know, you feel the vibe with somebody and you like them and you like what they're trying to do. And I'm like, OK, I may not be able to do that, but let me give you the opportunity to reach out to people and say, this is who I am. This is what I stand for. This is here's where I'm from. Here's my story. Watch me support me. And I definitely want to give the brother the opportunity to do that. So uh, uh, and then I found out, like I said before, in the last interview that we could be family. So now there's a family commitment. That's oh, yeah. He got to well. support him now, y'all. You know, before <laughs> I said, I need you now. He ain't got no choice. You know, I'm going to pull that card. Doc. Yes, and sir. if we can, we'll try to get to that story because it's really a great story. Uh, totally has nothing to do about me, but just in the connection of the, of the storm. Like, great that, story. Yeah. Uh, but let's go back. Uh, also, I learned, too, as we go back, that you're a drummer because I was on your Instagram page and saw it recently. Yes. And I'm like, this brother does it all. So <laughs> uh, former president NAACP yes. for uh, Missouri Bazo County. Missouri County. Yes. Uh, play drums, minister, a lot of family history in the land of sugar or sugar land in Missouri City. Land of sugar. I like that. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And. Just an interesting brother, man, who wants to make some changes and feels like I can do that. And we had a, we had another debate about that because I'm always, again, cautious with politics because a good brother comes in and then the game 
turns you cold, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And it's hard for us to watch, you know, Democrat or Republican, wherever you stand. You know, it just seems like gridlock to me. Right. And 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 I hate that part about it because it seems like the gridlock gridlock is created. So things never get done. And every year, every season and every person that runs all we ever hear about all the great things that are supposed to happen and they never and, do and they never do I and year so. in year out we're still going through some of the same struggles and hardships and i, I want somebody that's going to be able to go in there and make some things happen and so you have to be bold uh <laughs> you have to be bold and say to yourself you know what i think i can do this so let's start with where you from and then why you why do you think you can do this? Why you can be that change? Well, I know that not what I think. Why? Why I know I can do it. Uh, well, I'm from Sugarland. I'm a seventh uh, generation Texan, um, son of a Union soldier uh, who fought for everyone in this room uh, to be viewed as a human. Before that entity, uh, before those brave soldiers, men and women came together, I was viewed as three fifths of a person. Mm. Uh, so was the Mad Hatter and, and, and all of our predecessors and all of our ancestors. So uh, that is where we're from. My family located uh, to Sugarland uh, in 1870 after the uh, war. Uh, and in 1877, my family purchased 100 acres of land, which is currently now new territory. Uh, and we called it Thompson Chapel, where they erected and built a church in the first uh, black school uh, for African-American uh, freed slaves to get an education. Uh, my family is the first freed family uh, in Sugarland, mm -hmm. uh, in Fort Bend. So that's the legacy, the tenacity, uh, the energy that I use to, to, to push this fight forward uh, as I go to, to continue my family's legacy in Congress. My platform is Jobs and Justice. Just, I know you're going to ask me questions, but I can always give you my, my elevator speech, as they say. Uh, but my jobs program, I don't, I'm not talking about employment opportunities. I'm talking about access to capital, talk, talking about economic freedom. I'm talking about subsidizing entrepreneurship, which drives our Texan and American economy. We grew up hearing about this American dream where we're supposed to have a white picket fence, 3.5 cars, right. or 2.5 kids, you know, wherever to get these numbers from. But this American dream, well, right now, especially after the pandemic or the continued pandemic, it's a nightmare. It is an ultimate nightmare for the small uh, business. And that's what's always driven the American economy over the last 70 years. So when I speak about jobs, that's what I'm talking about. We need better infrastructure as well. Uh, when I talk about jobs, we, whether you believe in climate change or not, the storms are getting stronger. I, when we first came in, I, I spoke. And I, first question, you, yeah. that's what I, I spoke about that because I said, you know, growing up, I'm an 83 baby. So I used to ask my mother all the time, what was it like going through Alicia? You know, because hurricanes used to be this thing we heard about, but we ain't never had one. But now my kids, they know about uh, uh, Nicholas. Uh, Katrina, uh, yeah. Ida, yeah. Uh, it's like, wow, we starting to really list these storms off. So regardless of where you fall on the climate change parameter, we need to have better infrastructure to where when these storms happen, we don't lose power. Yes, sir. And look, we had a relatively, compared to the new storms, peaceful storm come through and we still lost power. Yep. We still have people right now that are without power, which is a failure on our infrastructure. So that's when I talk about jobs, I'm talking about freedom, economic freedom, to where even if you have to leave your home, 
you can go find and get some refuge and come back and be able to replace and be able to build again, build back better. And when we talk about job, I mean, justice, I'm black, man. I'm an African-American living in America. So I can talk about 500 years worth of injustice. The things that I want to primarily focus on, we need justice in education, environmental justice, criminal justice, police reform justice. We need environmental justice. We just need to be a more just society. Like the great Dr. King said, one of the motivating factors and motivating people I gained some of my strength from, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. And if you turn the blind eye to that, you're just as bad as the ones perpetuating these egregious acts. There it is. Um, I want to go back. You were talking about the family building up and now what is what they've built up and now what is new territory in Sugar Land. And this to me was a very interesting story because I think that this is the um, the often forgotten story of many African-Americans and Hispanic brothers and sisters and almost everybody of color where They've acquired something, it was stolen from them, it was taken away, and then the egregious act of those that act like... What happened? What you mean? Right. Uh, and I know there's been other parts of the country where this has happened as well, and some of those people have fought to get their land back, and they're starting to get it back, which I know is scaring the hell out of some people. But this is a situation that you guys are actually going through with your family, your legacy, uh, because I, I want to say that if I got the story correctly, they were digging up, I guess they were building new homes and they, they were digging and they found buried graves. So, no, it's, it's, it's even more egregious than that. Um, what happened was uh, back in the, the late 70s, uh, uh, someone erected a fence in the middle of uh, our family cemetery. Wow. And just said, on this half of the fence, it's mine. Papa Will couldn't read. Uh, he could write, but at that time he had had a stroke in 1948, which made it to where he couldn't even sign a signature. So Papa Will was excellent in things. So, and the reason I know this is because my grandma had to do a lot of his business negotiations when he went to the store and had to deal, to, she had to be the one to, to read the receipts and stuff like that. So what they did was when they sold it or this uh, other family came in, a, a Caucasian family, uh, they just said, you know, hey, this is the other side. Uh, and they knew very well that once they started digging, that they dug up the remains. We believe that unfortunately, um, they dug up my, my, my auntie, I mean my grandmother's sister. Mm -hmm. Because we recently took my grandmother back to the burial site and she was like, my sister is buried where that house was. Wow. And we know that for a fact, and, in, uh, and one of the current occupants um, was just like, cause you know, it hit the news that this black family, hold up, new territory, they had a hundred acres, like, so it, it buzzed everyone. And I thought I saw this story uh, on oh, the yeah. news about oh, the digging, was, and it ceased yes. everything. Well, wherever yes. they were digging, they stopped because of this. And and so, so, you know, they start trying to ask the question, so, uh, one of the uh, ladies who, uh, families that, that, that still currently live out there, bought the land, um, said, oh yeah, we know that, that it's, it's a very known thing that they were moving, removing bodies to build, insert pools and things of that nature. Hmm. So then I said, wow, they did that. Now, to her, 
in her response, she wanted to specify that it was the black families that was doing that. She, you know, because this was a Caucasian lady, so, and, and my response was not one of uh, gratitude. I understand. What the hell you mean? You mm -hmm. know, like, so y'all knew and no one said nothing, you know? And then I, I said, just to be in all transparency, since I'm gonna be a transparent congressman, uh, my, my quote to this individual was, you know, in the state of Texas, it's illegal to build or move burial sites that's that's against the law mm. and that's when she quickly oh well it was the black families yeah yeah you know i don't know but they they just say that they just say that <laughs> so you know so that's the things that we deal with like you said uh we came here or like i said we came here and they my grandfather was able uh paul and premise were able to purchase 100 acres to this day we have two dirt roads in the church that's left and new territory is new territory and uh they have the 99 tollway that goes right through where I they're ongoing so discussions. yes so there so right now for uh county has uh formed a commission or uh is in stages of forming which should be wrapping up very soon uh and forming a commission of community members to investigate what happened to the land and what needs to be done and they now, there's somebody representing y'all because that's cool for the city to do oh it. i'm gonna be I, I know what's going on okay just that's we just, can leave that there <laughs> Okay, let's just I know because I know sometimes on. they have their investigators well we know we, and then you gotta ha you have to have oh oh your, oh it's speed dial <laughs> it, it's speed dial away trust me the story ain't going away well when that as that story continues to develop I, I obviously need to have you back because I want to discuss that some more. As hey, well. yeah, I man, we might be going to the courthouse together, Doc. You know what I'm and saying? You know, and I didn't, and I, you know, and again, to be <laughs> transparent, the reason why I said we could be related because when your your folks first got here, we came, somebody was a Thompson. Thompson out of South Carolina. Out of South Carolina. And I said, that's funny. My last name is Thompson, and all my people are from South, South Carolina, Carolina, particularly Charleston, where those boats first came in, as you all know. So I said, man, it's something so, in the water. So the, the, the first interview is better because it's like we're having this conversation. We're like, oh, snap, we might be related, bro. So it was different, but now. We might just need to get that little segment out there and put that out as a real. Maybe, something. maybe, absolutely, absolutely. I, I really great. want you all to see that first because it's natural and I hate all that because when you redo stuff, you're trying to recreate the moments. But it's cool because we're telling the story in a different way. Yes. And that's why I want to get into this story because we never got into this part of your history in the other part of that video. And that was about you being a minister. And before this video started, the minister came out. <laughs> and I was always interested in the minister part of you even before all this happened because how does, how does this minister want to get involved in the community? And I should, let me, let me preface that by saying, most ministers always are a part of the community. But what makes you say, you know what, I want to go and be even deeper. But before even going there, just tell me about the minister part of who Eugene Howard is and what happened there. What inspired the minister in you? It wasn't an inspiration. It was a calling. You know, uh, I, I, I didn't inspire to be. I actually ran from it. I'll tell you a story. <laughs> As a little kid, I'm, I'm dead serious. So. Um, uh, but to, to just to start, a, uh, my faith is my everything. Um, all I've known is my faith. And I, I credit my mother, I credit uh, my papa, my granny. Are, all, I, I are they ministers? Yes. Okay. Well, papa, granny. So the whole, your, your bloodline. Yeah. It, okay. Like I told you before, have you ever seen Greenleaf? Like, you know, we, I come from a, a like a, a family of, uh, you know, it was one preacher and then he, his seed birthed 
this <laughs> legion of, of, of warriors for Christ. Yes, sir. All his daughters, you know, his grandkids, you know, his, the, the God children, like Reverend Leon Stewart Sr. was the man. Mm -hmm. uh, from Sunnyside, Texas, by the way. Uh, but uh, my home church was in Booth, Texas, uh, uh, Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church. Um, and that's where my uh, spiritual uh, adolescence was and where I kind of came to know Christ. So uh, the coolest part I got, if you want, let me answer a, a different question to answer your question. My biggest uh, ministerial influence or inspiration was Papa Leon Stewart. Papa had the rings that I still wear now, had the pinky ring. <laughs> Papa had the swag about him, you know. Uh, he wore the white socks, the white dress socks, like nobody could pull that off. Papa wore the, the suits with the tie, and he was a singing man, you know, back in the quartet. He used to sing On My Way Home and Canton Spirituals, and it just was a, you know, it's, it's when you grow up and you and you have your aunties in, and this is now I'm pulling the, the the veil back to the black family experience. You have your 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 mildy aunties, yada yada yada. You know it's it's but it's when it's only been one man in my life that I've seen being able to walk in the room and not say nothing, but the room shuts down. I mean, you, I mean I've I've seen my aunties and cousins and. I mean, finna fist the cuffs. Mm -hmm. And Paul Paul just, and then the whole thing stopped. And he go back, <laughs> go back to playing dominoes. <laughs> it's a certain respect. And, but, but, it, and it wasn't, but it wasn't just family members because we had church members. Mm -hmm. And it was, oh man, revved and got up. It, it, we didn't call him Paul Paul. I mean, the kids could. Everyone else was red, mm -hmm. red, pastor. It was, it was a respect. Yes, sir. And he never, he never uh, made you feel, he never used that like pastors do to make you guilt you. It was never like, I'm your superior, you better do this. It was all, it was like, we his kids. Mm -hmm. He gonna chastise you when you do bad, but he gonna glorify you when you do good, and he always gonna have your back. Always in love. So, that it was my inspiration now. Why I became a minister? You gotta ask God that question because I was on the drums. <laughs> Speaking of a drummer, my mom was. Well, I'm not really trying to talk to God no time soon. <laughs> Nothing so, personal. I understand. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get that information from you. Whatever you can give, you don't have to give all of it. But whatever, I'm, and I'll I'm, talk to him many, many, many years from now. We can have that conversation we can, about we why. We can talk it no out. Doubt. So I've been a drummer. I've been playing drums since I was two years. So you old. sing too? No, no. That that. But you played. So did listen, you play in the choir? Because I didn't notice until I saw Instagram. I, I'm oh, mad. I know Listen, I'm mad because I could sing as a kid. I could sing as a kid, right? And I well, everybody forget. has that Michael Jackson. No, 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 no. I, I really, no. I'm, I ain't gonna. I'm, I could, I could hold my own, right? But my mom was a singer. Like she can, she can really sing. And my thing was, I was like, I, I even. And look, I'm so mad because I think God took it away from me because I told him to. Mm. I was like, God, I don't want to sing like my mama. I want to be able to play the drums. And it was just like, oh, okay. Let me take that and give you that. And it felt like um, all of a sudden drumming came real easy. And then I'll be like, uh, hold on, you spilled the tip that it's gone. And then I just left it up. Now my ears are still, I can hear it, I can play it. Do, 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 do. But don't ask me to sing that, for you, dog. you know, that's that. Was the church mad or the folks mad when your ministering changed 
a little bit because it's still to Not me at all. even when you're no, a part no. of the NAACP and even me. when you're running for Congress to me there's still a bit of ministering in that as well no. when you're going to the people and talking to the not, people. Not at all. Two things. So I'm going to finish the story I'm going to answer that. So I was on the drums and let's forget Papa in, in the Baptist church this thing, it's, the, it's this thing called invitation where after the preacher preaches and gives the word they open the doors of the church and you can come become a member mm -hmm. well or you can come get your testimony or you know you got some on your chest you want to get off well i heard this voice saying like you need to go up there and, and it's time for you to say you're gonna be a preacher and i'm just like no nah. i'm like i'm making this up like i don't want to be i'm the drummer and at this time <laughs> i literally was the church drummer my mama was the organist my cousin was the bass player and i was the drummer so i'm like no i'm, I'm good on the drums and uh, I didn't do it that Sunday, but it was another young man, Reverend Valentine, never forget this. He, you know, he did it and, and he got all these accolades and I didn't even care. And Granny, uh, a Rose store, came to me after that church service. She said, you know, you're supposed to be up there, right? I hadn't told, no, not my mama, mm. not a soul. How she knew what my mind, that's why I was like, how Granny knew what, what, know. what to, what the world? They always and, know. Th and then that whole week, it was just like you, it, it, like you. I, I couldn't like football. I was struggling. I couldn't catch the ball. It was just like in band. I couldn't hold the sticks. It was just like, and then like that Sunday, Granny walked up to me before church. Never forget it. I was ducking her too, bro. Ducking her, trying to you know talk about Emmett Smith and then with my cousins. Juna, come over here. If God talked to you this Sunday. Mm. You better listen. Now, Granny used to always tell us, don't get mad because God going to get them better than you ever could. So when Granny said, when God says something, you better do it. Oh, that scared me. Right. So I was. And then I heard like, go ahead and go up there. And so the rest is history, man. And so I went up there and uh, Papa knew it. I went up there. He said, you were supposed to come up here last week. And I'm just thinking like, how Y'all know. know. I, my mama didn't even know because my mama asked me after church, did you talk to them? Mm. No. And they just felt it in your spirit. That's I think I, some people know. Some people um, they have about this, this sense, especially grandmothers, especially black grandmothers. I think they, they have see it. They feel yeah, it. This, this and it. I can't really put my finger on what that well, they is. Knew it. But they knew it. But they can. And then what happens, your mama, she acquires it as she gets older and she gets that ability as well. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> so well, I don't know well, how that happens, but it just but, does. But, it but that's so that's and to answer your question, how do I? How does the church feel about my my walk? Because you know, a lot of of the community work could somewhat be controversial, right? When it comes to the religious practice and beliefs of certain entities, yeah. abortion, yeah, gay marriage, gay yeah. rights. Stuff like that. How do you One balance thing, all that? Oh, because there's, you, I, because I, I, there's strong opinions easy, on abortion. Easy. There's strong opinions it's, it's easy. on, you know. Well, you haven't, you said how I balance. You didn't ask me a specific question. How I balance that is very simple. It's going back to Jesus. Jesus told me to operate in love. I'm supposed to, even in your faults, when Jesus met the woman at the well, it was love. And then even when the, her accusers came, what did he say? Ye without sin. You cast the first stone. Right. If you ain't never did something, you got it. Okay, well, when I look in the mirror, Eugene Howard has not been perfect. I'm not the perfect candidate. As I said before you today, I am not perfection. But I am striving to be more, or I'm striving for perfection, like we're supposed to strive to be a more perfect union. 
That's what it says about America. I'm striving to be a better husband, a better father, a better citizen, and a better community leader. I appreciate you saying that, because uh, that was actually going to be one of my questions, because the balance, I see that you have a strong conviction when it comes to Christ. I, no, and I didn't not, know that. I'm I mean, I know, that. And, and, and <laughs> for real, and I, I knew it was in you, but I, I had a chance to sit here and watch it for 30, 40 minutes prior to taping. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, because, you know, there was some times when you stand up, like the conversation got a little... A little hot. And, and I appreciate the cameraman because he was, he was, man, Jesus walks, man. He was just being so calm and cool about it. And Mr. Howard done got up to make his point like this. I'm like, okay, okay. But there's a passion there, man. And yes. when, when, how do you, this, and this, I'm not trying to go in this direction, but it's something Let to say. Let the spirit lead you, as they uh, say, right? When you, when, you, when you talk to God or Jesus or whomever, how do you talk? to that entity man and what and what do you ask him about this ride that you're on great so i talk to him like i talk to you like growing up in the baptist church helped me realize that there's a difference between religion practice and relationship because growing up like the old Baptist church, the, the deacon opens devotional service for 15 minutes and he praying 15 minutes, like, like praying the walls down. Mm -hmm. So growing up, you would think, I used to think that, dang, that's how you got to talk to God. I can't, I can't pray for no 15 minutes. <laughs> but then my, my granny and my grandma, uh, my granny and my mother, excuse me, opened my mind to the idea of a relationship. How do you talk to your, your, your child? How do you talk to your wife? You talk to them like, hey, Lord, I need you, man. Like, Lord, you know what's going on today. Like, what? Like, help me visually see. Give, give me the signs. I'm, I want to be open to your will. Help me see what I'm not seeing and, and make my crick away straight and, and, and just keep me hedged on both sides. And that's what I do. It's, it's just that simple. Like, I was just talking to him right now. You see how that works? Like, it's just, it's, I know we've made it such, and it is grand. Uh, but that's kind of going back into that conversation we had 40 minutes ago <laughs> about how the access we have to him and to the father, or to the higher entity, mm -hmm. whatever your religious yeah. preference is. Mine is I talk to him on the daily. I talk to him all through the day. I talk to him like when I know it's a tough situation. I talk to him when it ain't a tough situation. I just thank them every morning. I, I, me, my wife, and my children, every day, every day we pray as a family. That's important. And I realized that when my daughter, a couple years ago, started saying, oh, mama, you're not holding my hand when we pray. Are we going to pray this morning? Which lets me know I've instilled a practice that will sufficiently sustain her mm -hmm. to develop that relationship. We ain't got to go to church to go to the altar, which is necessary because you're supposed to prostrate, but that's another conversation. That ain't every time. But you, you, you can talk to God every day. I have a relationship with that person. Are you ever afraid, I'm glad you brought your kids into it, are you ever afraid that they could see daddy in an imperfect way? Nope. After he, you know. I am not because I let them know daddy ain't perfect. It's only been one perfect cat. It's the cat we judge time on. Mm. So, nice. and that's who we live. I'm striving to be a better I'm striving to be more Christ-like. Let me take it to the church. The America says I'm striving to be a more perfect union. Us believers in Christ say I'm striving to be more Christ-like. So, baby, daddy messed up. 
Daddy's not perfect. But it's not like President Kennedy once said that error or mistake only becomes an error when you refuse to correct it. Mm. I'm going to correct my mistakes. I'm going to repent, turn from my wicked way and keep going. Uh, also, I think it's interesting, and I learned this in our conversation earlier, and I'm so sorry, y'all, that, that that was not taped, and it should have been. Uh, <laughs> but I learned that your, your your campaign manager is a Muslim sister. Yes. And I thought, one, I thought she was a Hispanic sister, but... <laughs> she but, is a Indian Muslim sister. And I thought that was pretty incredible for this brother who tells you that he's a minister and believes in Christ to be so open to different type of people. And even in the day and time that we live in, you know, when you're a male, everybody thinks your team's supposed to be all men. Uh, I'm a big believer in it should always be women running us because they just have a, a sense that we just, there's a sensitivity that they have that we uh, don't bring that to the table. And they can usually see things that we just, cause we so here. My wife is the best and, at that. And they usually, and women, they see here, but they also see a little over there oh, up and over there. And all around. So I, I just think <laughs> it goes to what you're saying. It's kind of cool to hear you now. For me, and although I think the first, again, being transparent, the first interview was cool, but this gives me a little more insight into whom you are. And even with that conversation we had before we started here, to know that what her beliefs are, and she's working over here with this Christian brother, and her beliefs are still her beliefs, like your beliefs are still yours, but you all can be on this journey together. And I think it's beautiful to see that, hey man, you can come from here, and you can come from there, and you can be a woman, and you can be this, and you can be Indian. You I can am be a, a candidate for everybody. I am the people's champ. I believe that. What makes us greatest together, brother? Literally, heaven is gonna be the best party ever. But isn't it sad when you think about it that a lot of our divisions are about yes. just those things? I yes. mean, the basis of a lot of these problems yes. that we have, I don't care what you look at on the news, what it comes, money, people not working, whatever, whatever, there's always race, gender, issues that bubble somewhere right at the surface of all these other issues. And we can't get that right. We don't want to get it right. Mm. And, and unfortunately, um, if you're a, a person of faith, we're destined not to get it right. Oh, don't say that. No. But with that comes redemption and rebirth. Now, that's a whole nother conversation. Okay, are we living because in, a, in, a, in a place, a world, a country that is capable our problems are man-made, which means they couldn't be solved by man. Man has to want to really solve the issue. So let me ask you this as a man, when are we gonna to get to a point where another man, no matter your color, can look at another man and say, I can take advantage of this situation. I can impress my will on this person. Mm -hmm. I am the stronger entity, but I don't do it. I think that there are those in this country that can never do that. So to answer I don't your question, that, I mean, because which that's goes to what you're doing right now, as you because you're fighting a lot of those people who we believe hold some of those very old values. If you look at Congress where you get ready to go, and you spoke about your, you know, you are '80s baby, '90s baby, you're much younger than a lot of those cats, and I feel like they have a stronghold where they are. 
uh, and they don't want to hear from this young whippersnapper out of Texas <laughs> with, with, with his open-minded ideas on religion and women and I'm a love like God said love. <laughs> and they, I'm, I'm being honest. That's because they, and they say that they are those people, but actions show that they are not those. So who are you to feel like you can go in there to this old boys club and, and, and make a change, so to speak? I'm going to be to uh, give a shout out to all my uh, uh, Islamic brothers and sisters who support me, uh, I'm gonna give uh, I'm gonna give what the champ said. I'm gonna go shake up the world. No one knew Ali could beat the champ until he knocked out Liston. No one knew Goliath could fall until David rose up. Sometimes it takes those people who you don't think the least of us, those loudmouths or a shepherd boy or somebody, a young whippersnapper from Texas who ain't afraid of nothing, that's gonna come in there and stand boldly and be like, yo, it's, it's go time. Certain leaders are born. Certain leaders are, certain leaders are bred, certain generals are born, let mm -hmm. me say that like that. And certain men and women have this inept quality to take the fight to the enemy, whatever that fight might be. It could be justice, it could be for your children, for your wife, for your yes, home. Sir. Some people just got that fighting blood in them. And most of us come from that world because of how we were brought to this country. We weren't brought here. We are the only people that came against our will. Only. Other people can say, hey, I want to take the boat to freedom. I want to take the boat to America. Uh, all my other foreign brothers and sisters can say, when they grew up in their countries and overseas, they can say, I, I can, if I can just get to America, this place of freedom and opportunity. Well, guess what? Me and your people were born in this place called freedom and opportunity, and we looking around. Where our freedom and I do want to do a side note, though. There's some other brothers and sisters that were here before those other folks, too. Oh, no. I was, I was going to get to that. <laughs> okay. No, no. I was going to get to that because you, you cut me and up. They, because and they still need this. My point is that. Absolutely. That, that's 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 my point. So when you ask, can this country ever get past that? How was this country founded, bro? That's why, and I don't want to be the doubting Thomas of the bunch. <laughs> that's why I usually have problems with the setup because it is a setup, right? And even with what you're doing uh, as a political figure, your fight is better when you're loaded with a lot of cash. Here you are, and I, 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 I'm thinking that this is a brother of modest means. Yeah, uh, oh, and, yeah, and yeah, it, I, I ain't, you know, I'm no just being honest, spoon. I'm just being Real honest. Talk. And the way that even, I don't want to call it a game, but the way that game even oh, works the money to, be a, to, to be effective, you know, you have to spin, you have to be seen. And so there's a difference between you and some of those candidates who can go to these wealthy donors to give them a couple of milli to go ahead and like, well, we can take out Mr. Howard just like this. We're just going to spend more to him in this particular area here or there. How do you deal with that fight? And I'm, I truly want to know. Ground game, ground game, ground game. One thing, like, people can spend money. People can go to events. The people or a person can spend money. A candidacy or operation can spend money. The people will decide who are going to represent them. It's about going to those individual families. I talked to Beto uh, a little while ago when we, we had a great... Say it again. Beto O'Rourke. Okay, I talked I to Beto O'Rourke. clear so I, people I, know. Okay. I talked to him and he, he doesn't mind me saying... Well, I, when we talked about my candidacy 
and and the one thing that he told me that uh, resonated with voters for him because uh, I'm not no white liberal so I'm not going to appeal to that base as he would but he still had to work and he said the work was he started knocking on them doors and getting in front of the people the people politics has become a cesspool of people working for the party and not the party working for the people so once we can to clap (laughs) so once but it takes young leaders who ain't got no financial uh, oligarchs that, that, that got me by some stress. Ain't nobody financially got your boy tied. Ain't, ain't nobody owning this over here. We've been down that road, not going down that one again. I'm going to do what's right for the people. I'm always going to act in sound judgment. And no matter what I do, I understand this fight is bigger than me. For as much as me and you in our lifetime may not see that land we're talking about, my great, 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 great grandfather premise did not see a world where I'm sitting here running for Congress. Absolutely, I understand. So we're fighting not just for today, today. but for tomorrow. Absolutely. So Absolutely. when I look at my wife and then I look at our daughter and I think about my son and my other daughter and my nieces and nephews and my campaign manager's kids and if you have children, like. Who are we? Are we not trying to prepare a world for them? Absolutely. And if if I just say, well, if it's going to be gridlock, what the hell? Well, we would still be on the back of a bus. We would still maybe not be having those rights because it took certain people to say, you know what? Enough is enough. You're a good guy. You get in. You 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 are successful in your attempt to get to Congress. You get in there. I think this is what happens to every youngster that gets there all of a sudden all the years of all the energy that you built up of all these changes that you know you wanted to make and you go in there and you get introduced to the gridlock where they you come in there with all your fascinating ideas can i say something can i can't go i'm ready you know where i'm going right yes and they they shut you down before you soon you come in there with all this yeah yeah, we're gonna do this look they like listen young buck this ain't how we do it over here i'm ready for what to do go back over there and come back when we say come back. And you I'm, know that the old oh, it's gonna happen. There. It's okay, gonna happen. Okay, okay. So listen, this is where I'm, I'm just gonna, being honest with this you is, as we this, have this No, I put, I love it. This is where I'm gonna pull from um, our great representative uh, Alexandria Acosta Cortez. They hate her. <laughs> and why they do they hate her? Because she gonna speak truth to mansion. You owned. By Enron, that's where your money coming from. See, like, like uh, a lot of that old guard come from the world where, like, you know, that's not you. You don't speak about what we do behind these closed doors. Well, us new leaders, to hell with that. Right. The reason why you don't want this filibuster gone is because you don't want to. You don't want us to see what this. Nah, dog. It's about the people, Joe. It's about Mr. Manchin, not Biden. So let me be clear. Mansion, Joe Mansion. It's about that. It's about that. And AOC ain't she ain't president, but she on TV just as much as the president. Matter of fact, she on TV in Texas more than our own representatives. I see AOC more on my TV than I see Troy Nails, and he's my representative. 
Why? Because she using her bully pulpit. What you think this black young whippersnapper from Texas going to do that ain't afraid of nobody or nothing when we get there? Oh, you, oh, 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 you, oh, you think I ain't finna go tell the people what it is? Ain't no fear over here, partner. It reminds me of Jack Kennedy when he told the oil barons, no, that oil tax, we finna get you. Now they, you know, that's another topic. Unfortunately, he was assassinated, but that, that strength, that tenacity, that fortitude, oh, I'm with him on that. And that's what you say to these old guards. You better get with it. Well, the old guard have old guard tactics too. I get that. So now, and this is why I wouldn't get into politics, they, they start to attack in other places. That's what they do. They try to uncover your dirt, what you did here, I'm a black man, there. I look, look, or I've been arrested. Your fam- or even your I've family, been arrested what before. your daddy did, what your mama did, what your, what your wife done did. Listen. When, when they want to try to control you, there is no limit to where they will go. This. We know this, we've seen it all play out several times. Who was our last president? Well, you, we are clear on who that was. I, I, so, so when I look at all them same people that gonna judge us or me on that same thing, what was that standard for 45? He was, I think it's different for people who look like him. Why is it different for people that look like him? You, you just know it is. No, 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 no. This is what these are the conversations is, you have on the record. Yeah. No, yeah. no, this is, this is what they don't do. This is what AOC is making them do now. When you start talking about where your money coming from, Joe, who your donors are, why you don't want to sign off on this infrastructure bill, Joe, mm-hmm. where your money coming from? You having weekly meetings with Enron lobbyists. They call you the kingmaker, Joe. I'm just saying, they're not, politics is not confrontational for them. They're not used to confrontation. They used to. I'm just saying, when you get up there, they're gonna they gonna try to find. Okay, they're gonna try to find things. They're gonna try to find to prevent me from getting there, bro. Absolutely. So absolutely. So once I get there, it is what it is. It's what it is, bro. And look, people, I'm gonna say, look, people, <laughs> I am not the perfect candidate. I am the perfect fighter, which means I will not tire. I will get my last breath. Because this is the assignment that I believe my father has put me on. So that's why I'm saying, I'm your ally. I want to represent you and your family's interests. It's not about me. I'm going up there to be your mouthpiece. And this mouthpiece ain't going to get quiet. I'm going to flow like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Rumble, young man, rumble. That's the kind of tenacity we're going to take to Washington. Washington is supposed to work for us. Not we work for Washington. All right. I don't, that almost sounds like a wrap-up right there on that. <laughs> I do want you to give some information, though, because you're on social media. And yes. I'm a big believer in, hey, man, just because you hear him talking, you can do your own research, find out about the brother for yourself. You are welcome to do that. And I think we live in a culture, they look at, you know, the characters on Twitter or whatever is posted here, posted there, and they don't dig a little bit deeper. Uh, I wanted to give you the opportunity to hear and feel this human being to see this human being. I hope you had a chance to do that. And I also want to give you an opportunity because I know, uh, you know, you might be lacking in other places where others have millions in there, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so yes, I, need I know that. Yeah, so, so yes. if you can give that information. Yes, so the Zell for the campaign is Howard, the number two Gmail, uh, Howard to Congress, the number two Congress at Gmail. We have an Act Blue that we will, I will give them the link to the, as I'm talking, please have this scroll at the bottom of the screen. <laughs> and uh, Act Blue, and we also have PayPal, uh, Howard to Congress. 
or PayPal. And uh, so you can and send the check uh, to uh, our P.O. box and all of that information will be at the bottom. Uh, and please, uh, every dollar helps. Every dollar matters. Matter of fact, every penny matters. Every sign you see is 20 bucks. Just think about that. And when you drive around and when you're driving by, you see all these people with these signs. Every single one of them signs is about, you know, three Happy Meals. You know what I'm saying? Family dinner stuff. <laughs> and not only that, you also need people that are passionate with their time. Volunteers. Yes, sir. We most definitely need volunteers. So you can find all of this information at our website, which is Howard2Congress.org. Again, Howard2Congress.org. We are always looking for readily available volunteers. We have been a block walking tirelessly when we're not at church or at an event or doing a great podcast with a legend of our city. We're out here in front of the people, wanting to meet the people. And you can follow me on my social media hashtags at Howard, uh, Visionary Howard is my Instagram, uh, my uh, IG, which is Instagram, Twitter, and uh, my Facebook is Eugene Howard. And that's, and, and I will get a, uh, uh, what is what is that? The new thing, TikTok. <laughs> look, look. On a side note, just to laugh, like you know, me and my wife. I, I guess you know, we finally reached that age where, like, damn, we old now. Like, like you, know, you put on the BT Awards, you don't know none of the artists, you don't know none of these n new songs on the radio. Artists, I'm like, oh my god. And my wife, look, oh man, you feel? I gotta share this. My wife made fun of me yesterday, y'all. I hurt myself. Okay. Uh, putting the sign back up after the storm. Uh, I slipped on some mud and uh, hit my hip, fell on my hip. So, you know, I'm, I'm told, you know, I told my campaign manager, she's like, oh, you got to be careful. We don't want the congressman to die. That's what she says all the time. <laughs> she's concerned. You know what my wife told me, man, had What's that? Say, dog, you sound like you're getting old. Man. <laughs> you sound like an old man describing you lost your foot and then you can't keep your weight, you're falling. What's man, wrong man, with that, you? That does sound like some old man talking. <laughs> I said, oh, no. But that's okay. It happens. <laughs> hey, man, when you, when, you, when you play this game of life, the goal is to have as many of those numbers go by as possible. Yes, sir. And to live it abundantly and with a lot of love around you. Yes, sir. So uh, that's just one we of the many, that's just one of the many <laughs> downsides. To get older. Yeah, to, to, this, to these. Look, ladies. I feel a little better today. But yo, yesterday, she was like, well, you sound like a Well, you might man. need a little Bengay on it tomorrow, but today, <laughs> today, today you good. Yeah, yeah, today yeah, you good. good. Today you good. I appreciate you. Uh, and let me just, again, man, I, I keep apologizing, but I do want to apologize because I try to do things the right way. And I, I do appreciate you taking the time because I know you got a lot going on. You got family. You're trying to run your kids. Yeah, I'll be with Rob later on this evening at the little Wait. spot. At the, the, the spot they got. Oh, he take the little food spot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm going to go by yeah, he told, he told me that they was talking to me on the radio when he was on there. He gave me a little shout. I told him to slide through. So we oh, told good, him good, good. Tonight. Brother got some nice spot, man. I hope he does extremely well. And I'm over here now. I don't remember the name of it. And I don't want to take out my I, I'm not, Let's not do that. I'm, we'll get that information out to you, too. <laughs> if you follow Rob G, uh, you'll see where it's at. And apologies to the brother, but I know it's out there on... It's 99, 99 and West Airport. I know where it's at. Okay, there you go. The See, there, there it's you off go. of 99 and West Airport. Great place for wine, and light meal, great place. And great. brother, please don't be mad at me because the name escapes me right now. Charge it to, to the brain, not the heart. Um, thank you again, though, brother. I appreciate you. Water Edge. Water Edge. There you go. Thank you. Man, you got See, it. I told you she's she, Michael she Jordan, dog. There, brother. She I told you she's Michael Jordan, she dog. Uh, thank you guys for watching. 
Uh, we're going to keep our eyes on the brother to make sure that he's doing what he needs to do. Uh, appreciate you for coming Thank back for and doing this me. again. Uh, he might be a third, fourth, sixth, seventh, eighth cousin. So to, the, to my cousin. Uh, to family. <laughs> yes, sir. Go Howard. <laughs>